It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast on a Thursday. Reds off today. We're not. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Reds. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnReds.com, where every podcast is posted. Every single podcast is posted at LockedOnReds.com. Jeffrey Carr recaps the Reds series against the Dodgers the Dodgers they took the final one beat the Reds 8-1 to yesterday at Great American Ballpark we'll talk about that preview the weekend ahead right here on the Locked On Reds podcast as the season winds down the podcast will slow down a little bit a little bit I, I get it it's it's a daily Reds podcast we'll do at least three times a week and uh, in the offseason three times as well those in the offseason especially if something happens will be longer they won't be just your quick daily Reds fix uh, podcast, but but just a, a heads up. That's why we didn't have a podcast yesterday. The Reds had a day game, and uh, it kind of went up against um, schedule-wise. It was tough to do, so it's all right. It's all right for me. I hope it, it works for you. Uh, we have a lot to discuss, and let's start with the Reds' 8-1 to one loss to the Dodgers. Jose Peraza, well, he had a leadoff home run yesterday during that businessman's special I mean, think about it. It's 12:35. The Reds go up one nothing. It looks like they're going to sweep the Dodgers for the season. That did not happen. The Dodgers scored eight straight runs. Here's Reds manager Jim Riggleman after the game. You know, uh, Anthony was especially good in the first three innings. He was really good, and um, you know, things happen. He he's gives us a great effort. Uh, we just got to figure it out. We got to be better. You know, he he's he's doing everything he can. He, he's a great competitor. I know he's frustrated with it, but. Um, you know, it's um, you know it, it's it's been happening uh, not not with Anthony but with a lot of guys who, as hitters, are making it really tough. You know, hitters are, are really making it tough for pitchers to uh, go through the lineup three times, sometimes even two times, and it's the progress that they've made. And um, uh, you know, it's it's uh, hitters have made great adjustments. Now the pitchers are going to have to make adjustments. After the first inning, I think you got three hits. The rest of the games, the offense just couldn't get that. Yeah, we we um, you know we got um, man on third with in um, uh, Jose Peraza hit the ball decent up the middle and they snagged it and you know that would have that would have been up the middle for a run but uh, after that we didn't really threaten much. The key is that you got to tell him you won two out of three and that's kind of what you want to do. <clears throat> well, season. you know I, I just want to win the ball game at hand. You know we were trying to win that game. Never mind the previous two. We just wanted to win that game and uh, came out. Uh, Anthony throwing really good. We got a run. We got threatened to maybe get a second run added on, and um, uh, after that, it just was downhill. Back to Anthony. Um, could it be fatigue, given that you know he hasn't put up these kind of innings in a couple of years? Um, I, I don't think so. You'd have to ask him. I mean, the velocity is very good. You know, his, he. Uh, you know, I, I think he's got a hundred and. I don't know, maybe 100 between here and the minor leagues. He might have 110, 120 innings. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't think that would be it. You know, you, you could ask him how he feels. That's Jim Riggleman after the game yesterday. That audio courtesy of Reds.com. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. This is a good segue because there's 15, 15 games left in the season. And I look here in the Reds, they're 22 games back out of first place. They're 22 back. 
They're 63 and 84. The Cubs are 84 and 61. With Milwaukee right behind them, two games back in the loss column, one game back overall are the Brewers as they try to make a push for the National League Central Division Championship. And I look at the Reds and I look at their averages. And sometimes you can look and say, oh man, the, the Reds, their their batting average is just not, not up to par. And then I look down and, and I see the averages and I'm like, oh well, Scott Shebler, and I, I know he's just coming back and all that, you know, he was the hero, by the way, a couple nights ago. But you know, he had dealt with some injuries and stuff. Well, he's hitting 274. Looks like a guy you can build around. Jose Peraza, 293. Joey Votto, 282. Down year for him, but still, Joey Votto, you'll take it. 290 for Eugenio Suarez at 100 plus RBIs, 30 plus bombs. 252 for Tucker. You'll take that because he's great on defense. The, the averages are there. Scooter Jeanette, 321. Oh. Oh. Well, if that's there, and then I look, and I'm like, okay, well, let's look at their their leaders, because maybe that's the problem. Well, Jeanette, average, averaging uh, at 321 average, leads them, leads the National League in batting. He scored 84 runs, leads them in runs scored. Suarez has 32 home runs and 101 RBIs, and Billy Hamilton has 30 stolen bases. And then I flip it, and I look at the pitching. This is where the Reds have to get better. And you may say, James, well, hell yeah, we know that, but no. Like, if the Reds ever, 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 ever want to contend, if they ever want to be in contention, be where the Brewers are, be where even the Cardinals are. Heck, if they want to be better than the Pirates next year, their starting pitching has to get better. Right now, Luis Castillo has nine wins. He leads the team. You serious? That can't be the case. Rossell Iglesias is one of the best closers in the game. He only has 26 saves. Their best... ERA for, for one of their starters is Luis Castillo. We talk about how he has a down year. He's having a down year. His ERA is 4.66. He leads the team in earn run average. Also leads him in strikeouts with 158. I get it. We could, we could talk about, oh, well, who are they going to play at, at shortstop? Well, Jose Peraz has come on well. He's played well. Great. Had a home run yesterday. I think he's been a bright spot this year. Your infield is, from what I heard, Scooter Jeanette's getting extended. So if that happens, that's done. Your, your infield is done. I think Billy will be here because they're not going to trade him for whatever they could get. I don't know if they would be able to get much, and I think they value him more than that. So I think you have your outfield set up. Winker, Shebler, Hamilton. You have to figure out the pitching. That might mean trading Nick Senzel. That might mean trading uh, pitchers that we think are going to be in it. But they have to do it somehow. Uh, they have to do it somehow. This is not going to fly. It's just not. It's just not. And Anthony DiScafani, I think he should be in the rotation next year, but the September starts starting to hurt him. His earned run average now in September is up to 6.84. Or not in September, over his past five starts, excuse me. That's a little worrisome. Certainly worrisome. The Reds' starting staff, their earned run average is 5.2. That's the highest in the National League. Matt Harvey, Anthony DiScafani, Luis Castillo, Robert Stevenson, Tyler Malley, Sal Romano, obviously Homer Bailey. All those guys have pitched significant time this year. Stevenson, not as much as some of those others. But they have to get better with the pitching. They just do. They clearly haven't developed it at the clip that they need to. So if we're talking about the Reds and designing a path or a way for them to be good next season, well, it's damn sure not going to be the 13-win the rule. 
Because right now I'm wondering, and they have 15 games left, can they win more than five of those? If they do, if they go 5-10, and 10, then it'll be the same record for three years in a row. If they could somehow figure it out and go better than that, that's great. But they have 15 games left. To me, if, if they could go, if they could somehow go 10-5. and five. And they got the Cubs this weekend, which, that's tough. But if they could somehow go 10-5 and five and get the 73, that would be great. Because I always, see, I always say the 13 wins. It's realistic to expect 13 win, a 13-win improvement. Anything above that, and it's kind of unrealistic. It just is. This Reds team needs pitching. What are you going to give up to get it? You're going to have to give up some stuff. And this idea that the owner's just going to keep Matt Harvey around to keep him around, we'll talk about him because he's pitching against the Cubs. Uh, and not tonight, excuse me. They play the Cubs tomorrow. I, I think I misspoke and said tonight. Reds are off today. It's just so frustrating. It's just so frustrating looking at this. Like, it's the starting pitching. Please fix it. And it's really hard to fix that. It's much like the Bengals' offensive line, which if you're in tune with the Bengals at all, the Bengals' offensive line's been dreadful for a couple of years. Hard to fix that in one offseason. It's going to be really hard for the, the Reds to all of a sudden have really good starting pitching in one offseason. Right? Like, so Castillo should be in there. DiScalfani should be in there. Then what? I thought Tyler Malley and Sal Romano were showing something, but it doesn't seem like they believe it now. And the, and the Reds certainly don't buy in. I don't think Matt Harvey should be there. I'm probably missing someone, but Homer shouldn't be there. So if you want to improve, you can't bring all the same guys back. You're going to need to add two or three new starting pitchers that are upgrades, and I think that's going to be tough to do. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. Up next, we'll preview Reds, Cubs, as we roll on. We'll preview the weekend of baseball next on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast. It is great to be with you. Let's preview A weekend of baseball. It's Reds. It is Cubs. Tomorrow at Wrigley, 8.05 first pitch. Matt Harvey looking for his eighth win of the year. Comes in with a 4.87 earned run average. Going up against Cole Hamels, who's 99 on the year with a 3.71 ERA. Are these the final starts of Matt Harvey's Reds career? Who knows? Cody Reed looks for his first win going up against John Lester. Good luck, Cody. Uh, Reed is 0-2 on the year with a 5.08 earned run average. The Reds have yet to win a start uh, of Reed since he was brought up. John Lester comes in 15-6 on the year with a 3.57 earned run average. And then the Reds will wrap things up at Wrigley on Sunday. Luis Castillo on the mound. The staff ace comes in, like I said, with the 4.66 earned run average. 9-12 on the year and it's going to be tough, man. I mean, you got the Cubs. They're fighting to win the Central. He's going up to, against Jose Quintana, who is 13-9 uh, and nine on the year, 3.97 earned run average. As always, you can subscribe to the Locked on Reds podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, LockedOnReds.com. Have a great weekend. That's your preview. And we'll be back at it late Sunday, early Monday with your Locked On Reds weekend recap. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.